The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. That's a great point, isn't it? Nobody realizes that that's the joke. Donald Trump laughs at the fact that he's taking their money. Every time he looks at his bank account, he is laughing and going, oh, my God, these people are so stupid. Oh, I guarantee it. You got people literally throwing money hand over fist at this guy. And all he's got to do is get up in front of a stage once in a while, you know, with a red hat, scream a couple of stupid things. People go crazy and they empty their wallets. And it's just yeah. absolutely fucking mind-boggling to me. Assalamu alaikum, everyone. What starts here changes the world. Well, I've got to admit, I kind of like it. What starts here changes the world. We are the music makers, and we are the dreamers of dreams. The average American will meet 10,000 people in their lifetime. I was handcuffed to another man from another tribe whose language I did not speak. Don't think. Feel. But if every one of you changed the lives of just 10 people, and each one of those people changed the lives of another 10 people, and another 10... We did not know each other, and we could not speak to each other, because if we could have spoken to each other, we might have been able to figure out what was happening to us. To every politician who was taking donations from the NRA, shame on you. I believed them when they said they were sleeping on concrete floors. I believe them. Children being separated from their parents in front of an American flag. I believe them. And you can change the entire population of the world, 8 billion people. And if you're going to figure out what was happening to us, we might have been able to prevent it. If you think it's hard to change the lives of 10 people, change their lives forever. Well, it didn't happen. And here we are. I believe these women. You're wrong. I feel extremely lucky to, to be here with all of you fighting for justice, for equality, for the right for us to equally exist in this country. There were 329 uprisings, 157 cities within four and a half years. And neither Martin nor Fannie had any control over that. We might be headed to the promised land of speaking the truth and finding our external liberty once we internally liberate ourselves. But their children were saved, and their children's children. Generations were saved by one decision, one person. But changing the world can happen anywhere, and anyone can do it. So what starts here can indeed change the world. But the question is, what will the world look like after you change it? Welcome to Public Access America. Make a stand. I know I did. Thank you very much. And may God bless America. May God bless America. May God bless America. Me too. Me too. And like part of me is like, well, I kind of want my opposition poor and sick. But then I realized to myself, it's not my opposition. It's my potential partner. Like if you guys could just listen to me and come over here, you would be less poor and 
healthy and then we could fight the system together but if you keep fighting me fighting to fight the system nothing's ever going to get done for either one of us and i'm i'm just i'm just real tired you know mm -hmm. i've been through a lot of shit in my life and i'm not going to like categorize it all i was thinking about it last night the the amount of shit that i've seen the amount of death mutilation just for an average american to witness is is staggering and at some point you just want it all to stop yeah. like i need it i just need it to stop the chaos the fear the anxiety the 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 worrying that my friends will be killed or i might be beaten up just for being who i am it's it's got to stop it's i'm just so tired of it and i don't know why people want it well i don't know why people want it either but i know why news organizations want it and i know why mm. politicians want it it sells eyeballs so, it sells airtime it sells donations it sells products mm. and think about it so a feel good we've been we've been spoon fed this mentality for years we were spoon fed this mentality up until 911 and then it was just like we got our fucking heads thrown back our mouths pinned open and we got a funnel shoved in our throat yeah and that's and it's been going for 21 years yeah it's like it's been non fucking stop you know yeah. here's the latest here's the latest thing to be afraid of here's the latest thing that you know the other side is trying to do to take away your rights here's the latest mm -hmm. here's the latest and greatest of the finest delicatessen fear that you can be fed by this product on either side yeah because the, the mm. it's like did you ever put soap in a thing of pepper like put water then pepper on it and then put the soap in and see the pepper like scatter to the edges mm -hmm. that's what politics is like they don't want you in the center because if we meet in the center we're one big group mm -hmm. so they keep us divided along the edges yep. by doing that stuff yep and we're falling for it mm. you know and we the point is we need to talk to each other without the insults like we need to get together and talk like with trump supporters we need we need this middle ground like a space to talk a neutral zone to talk right and i think that is no insults just stop insulting me like i don't need you to validate your points we'll work through it together we'll have a conversation but just don't insult me the whole time you know and that's i mean and and that's part of what regular order was was that mm -hmm. people worked across the aisle because there were things that the american people needed to get done yeah infrastructure is. infrastructure is one of those things um I would argue, you know, modern healthcare is another one of those things. You know, yes. we've got we've got a lot of problems that need to be solved there. Like, what is it? We didn't even crack the top ten in most affordable healthcare. That's insane. That's insane, right? But we spend the most on healthcare out of any of the other countries. Mm -hmm. A vaccine is free, but <clears throat> diabetes medicine is nine hundred dollars. So, so how is it then, how is it that, you know, we have the most expensive healthcare, but somehow don't even crack the top 10 in quality of healthcare. Like that's wild. That's absolutely how, wild. How are we not number one at everything, but still uh, brag about being the excellence of America. And so, you know, there are a lot of things that we got to fix, you know? Yeah. Like if we're going to be the ones that are spending the most money on healthcare, then by God, we better be fucking number one. Mm -hmm. 
But what yeah. until you realize that how that money is calculated and spent, it's the American people spending a fuck ton of money on big pharma. Yep. Yeah. It's the American it's discretion. They see it as discretionary spending. The, the, com- the companies do. They say you have too much money, so they're deciding that they could take a, a little less, every, a little mm. more every year. And, 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 you know, so you've got, this, you've got this portion where, you know, we're paying out the ass for medications. We're paying out mm. the ass for doctors who have to cover their student loans and their malpractice insurance. And on top of that, we're getting taxed on all of that shit that we have to spend money on. Right, so that we can give it to people that aren't going to qualify for it, or or aren't going to, you know, really realistically distribute those funds in a way that make your dollar go further. Right. I think I'm thinking about the foreclosure moratorium, mm-hmm. right? Or the eviction how, moratorium. And the, yeah, this is how government works. It says we're going to give you fifty billion dollars, but we're not going to give you access to it, so that a year later we can say, see. You didn't need it. You didn't need it. We didn't need to give it to you. Sorry, you're homeless. Because they make the process so hard, so impossible. Mm -hmm. It literally takes a month before you qualify, and it takes a month to do the paperwork. And realistically, what should happen is is that both you and the landlord show up saying, this is how much we owe on this piece of property. Here's the contract That that was signed back in X, you know, XXX. Yeah, why are you giving me the money to give it to my landlord? I don't why are you pretending that I have any role in this? Just give it to the landlord. Let my landlord qual you know my landlord should be applying for everybody, right? And then certain people should be denied. I think I don't why am I applying to just turn around and give it to my landlord? Let him do the paperwork. He has the office. I don't have the office. <laughs> well, and, and realistically, you know, you should be involved because somebody's got to sit down and say, Yeah, I haven't been able to pay. It's like, look, you realistically, it's like you can sit down and say, Yep, here's what I've been paying for rent every month up until this point. I haven't paid mm-hmm. for this long. I'm now able to pay again. My I owe my landlord this much. Landlord goes, Yep, they owe me this much. Here's the contract. Boom. Like, this is actually a really fucking fast process. Yeah, it could be. should be. But once again, the government does what the government does best, and that is make it a fucking bureaucratic nightmare that's going to cause people Mm -hmm. to be homeless. Conservatively, three and a half million people. They don't want the moratorium to continue because this $52 billion sitting in this account to stop foreclosures is going to roll into the stimulus package. It's part of how they want to pay for the stimulus package is taking that money that you didn't need because you couldn't access it and putting it into something else. Mm -hmm. So you never had a chance to get it. And now you're never going to have a chance to get it because it's already earmarked for something else, which is loosely related to Americans and their jobs, Mm -hmm. but not directly for assistance anymore. Yep. So you can get a job building a bridge that you can live under. Yep. Until you die because medications are too expensive. And you're exposed. And that's America. Yep. That's America. That's America. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's no reason why this system should exist in the state that it's in. It's broken as fuck. Yeah. 
Yeah, you know? but it's only it's only it's only maintenance men are people that don't know who it works for. Mm-hmm. You know, the guys fixing the machine don't know what the product is that's supposed to come out of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so I was. Uh, this this week on Inspirations Beyond Disabilities, I like sat out and got to do like a producer role, you know, mm-hmm. and I was like, I was listening back as I was editing and Jay, I want to give him a shout out for this because I, I was so happy. He, he said, like Jason always talks about, there's an intersectionality to stuff. Depression and anxiety might be felt by a disabled person, but that could also be felt by a disabled dad or a disabled LGBT community member or an LG, you know, or a disabled Asian, you know, it's like, there's an intersectionality. And I was like, Oh my God, I almost cried. Cause I feel like an alien talking about intersectionality. And like, I didn't think anybody was catching on mm-hmm. outside of here. So to realize that somebody has been listening and, and actually mentioning it. And, you know, I'll say Jay's a black guy from a black blind guy from Philadelphia. So, you know, there's an intersectionality there, but for him to say it just meant so much to me, you know, I, mm-hmm. I really like that. So I wanted to give a shout out and let everybody know, listen to Inspirations Beyond Disabilities. They got pretty dark in their anxieties and depressions and it's catching on. And I really, uh, mental health, you you believe in food sustainability, right? Absolutely. And I believe in mental health. I think the two go together. I think if we give people food and mental health care, I think they could come out on the other side. Well, I'm, I'm I mean, even for me, like I'm, I'm, I'm a, thorough believer in mental health because I have struggled with my own mental health issues. Me too. Right? And, uh, you know, luckily I'm in a good spot, you know, in Yay. my mental health, you know, it's taken a long time to get there. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. And trust me, there's some fucking dark chapters in my life that I can talk about at any given point. Right. You know, the reality is, is, is that mental access to mental health is important. And, making sure that we find better ways to have that access is what ultimately changes. It's that fulcrum that you need, you know, yeah. you can like it, from a scientific perspective, it'd be interesting to see like, you know, how mental health affects access to food or vice versa. You know, is it yes. that you, you know, because I've had pretty reliable access to food, but my mental health has been pretty fucking shoddy for a while. You know, and, and, you know, it took me, it it took me a long time to get to that point where it's like mental health is good. Access to food is still good, you know? Mm. And so, but I can tell you that when I had no access to food, my mental health was definitely trash, you know, just anecdotally speaking. So, so any number of those issues, like like I was going to be a part of a study on mental health and, and diabetes, um, you know, uh, before I ended up getting my new, my new position, you know, and to me, you know, the, you know, I was like, how is mental health and diabetes, uh, uh, you know, and I'm sitting here going, well, you know, depression and eating and, you know, how people, what people consume in depression, how people consume in depression or don't consume in depression. You know, everybody thinks that depression looks like somebody who's, who's fat, but that's not necessarily the case at all. Depression can also be somebody who's absolutely fucking skinny because they're just not prioritizing eating and they're not prioritizing taking care of themselves. So you're watching them waste away. You know, it's, 
depression, you know, you know, mental health and food is a huge, huge overlap. You know, and mental health and diabetes is also a huge overlap. You know, I can't imagine, you know, how much Vitol having diabetes might take on your mental health or, you know, how having mental health issues might affect whether or not a person develops diabetes. I think those are interesting vectors of study that could tell us a lot about how people, what, how we need to help take care of people in those moments in order to, number one, get mental health under control, but number two, also get diabetes under control. So when you have, when you have those, those intersections, studying that is what helps get us towards this idea of what does care look like? Hmm. And I'm, I'm, I wonder what people can do, like what my role is in it all. And I think if we could just not hurt people worse, you know, then they can seek the help. I'm sorry. I was out. of. I moved. I'm sorry. Thank you for um, talking while I was mm-hmm. gone. <laughs> no. So, you know, it's, it's, it's always interesting to see like what, you know, figuring out what the what the line of care is simply because like none of this is easy uh to begin with like trying to figure out is it is it mental health that affects diabetes or is it diabetes that affects mental health you know what what has the greater force i mean you know that's 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 the that's the tricky part in this is like you know is there one pill that fixes this is it two is it none you know it's a combination of things. It was, uh, I would say depression brought on my diabetes. Well, I mean, situational depression, mm. you know, my wife, my wife being in rehab and all that stuff. So, and I just, I could only eat certain things because when I was at the hospital. So I, I don't know, like, but I can tell you that depression prolonged and made my diabetes so much worse because my little head demon says, Oh, you have a problem? Don't eat. And then you'll worry about being hungry and not about the problem. So don't eat. Oh, food tastes like shit. And so that's why I smoke weed is so that occasionally I'll be like, I'm so high and hungry, you know? <laughs> Otherwise I wouldn't eat, Jeffrey. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't. I would I would just not eat, not worry about anything and die. And that's, you know, and, and that's obviously not healthy. So Yeah, right. But then the but then the question is is like, you know, now that you have diabetes, how does that affect your mental health? That's a great question. It depends on the amount of pain I'm feeling, which depends on my levels. Yeah. Because because when you have long-term diabetes, you have you start to get chronic um, issues. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so that's what I'm working on chronically getting back to where I was. But yeah, I'm telling you, when my colon swells up, I'm not a happy guy. No. I'm miserable, you know? And I mean, how could you be? Like, how could you right. be happy in, in those situations? Like... Like how, how could you, you know, how could you be able to focus on mental health when your diabetes is out of control? I mean, you Mm -hmm. know, for example, even like, you know, Debbie and Ehlers-Danlos, I can't, I can't even begin to fathom. It's like, you know, how Ehlers-Danlos affects mental health versus how maybe your mental health affects Ehlers-Danlos. It's, it's this thing because pain depresses you, depression, depression keeps you from curing the pain. Negative feedback, so that, negative that, feedback loop is what we call that. It is. It's a, a death spiral. And so, and so understanding all of that, it's like, you know, 
we we understand that from like a a logical cognitive perspective now the question is is can we figure out you know which which one is more likely to be successful in treating the other it's like do we need Mm -hmm. to treat the mental health in order to treat the disease do we need to treat the disease in order to affect the mental health and that's you know and that's like a lovely realm of science like i think you need to address the mental health to get the person to actually do the medical side of it and that's for me as a scientist my answer is that i don't know because i can make the argument both ways is is that you know somebody who has poor mental health isn't going to have the drive and desire to affect the disease but i can also be i can also make the argument that the disease is impacting a person so much that it's just doing things to their mental health that makes it impossible to get better Right. And so that's, right. and that's the question is, is, you know, when you take these studies, you have to figure out which one is more impactful. Right. But from a, from a, cause we seem to be on a human perspective thing from a human perspective. If we just don't make somebody's day worse, some random strangers day worse. If we just stop the shit that comes to our life and doesn't let, don't let it roll downhill, then these people can actually gain ground. But if they're constantly being knocked back and insulted and picked on and beat up for who they are and who they're trying to be, they're never going to get ahead. And neither are you. You're not evolving mm-hmm. either. Right. So, you know, very much a pro let leave other people alone fucking just stop (laughs) and i don't want to be an asshole about this but like you said you've been through some dark times and you've had to do some hard work to get to where you are and i mentioned at the top of the show that i've seen some things Mm -hmm. and needed to do some hard work and honestly it's insulting when somebody expects to just be there you know what I mean? Oh, like, shit. To be as evolved as you haven't been through it, I'm, I'm so grateful people haven't seen what I've seen, but you, you're you not. There, you, there's something you just don't get about life that other people do. Right. And it's called struggle. And, 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 and this is where we have to sit down and say, you know what, this isn't the pain Olympics. Like, we're not, right. you know, no, nobody should be trying for the gold here. Like, the acknowledgement yes. is, is that it all sucks. How do we make this better? <laughs> Yeah, Kai said that on Inspirations Beyond Disabilities. She said, can we stop having a contest about who has it worse and just start supporting each other? And I was like, oh, my God, this is such an amazing group. You know? right. It's like, because one of the things, like, there, you've got these, you've got a couple of modalities here, you know, is number one is like, you know, you've got people who's try, who are trying to compare their pains in order to show whose is worse. Right. And then, you know, my modality is, has been that, oh, it's like, oh, well, my stuff's not that bad because I know so many people who've had so much worse. And so, Mm -hmm. you know, instead of acknowledging the fact that what I've been through is fucking sucked, I just, I would just leave it be, it'd be like, it's not that bad. I know this person Mm -hmm. who's been through this. I know this person who's been through that. And the reality is, is like, you know, it's not that what it's not that theirs is just necessarily worse or different. It's that I'm just not acknowledging what I've been through. Right. And so I don't do any of my own healing. Right. Sometimes you can focus on the flaws in other people so that you don't have to focus on your own flaws. Yeah. Or, or just accept that, you know, every, you know, all these other people have had it so much worse. So what do I have to complain about? You know, so I mm. need to just shut up and deal with it. And that wasn't the right answer. I, I can speak to yeah. that one. <laughs> There's a weird thing. We want to listen so that we can find something we have in common and then spit out 
to the person that we have it in common instead of continuing to listen. Mm-hmm. Sorry, that's why these things are so important, these long-form conversations, so we can get beyond like a, what did I send you, like a smiley face, right? Mm-hmm. That was nothing. We could spend our lives doing smiley faces and not learn anything about each other, but that's we're true. doing this. It's you true, know? you know, and these, you know, mental health is going to be one of those things where, especially coming out of a pandemic, like mm-hmm. we're already seeing the shortage of mental health professionals. We're seeing a shortage of physical health professionals, you know, right. and, and I guarantee you that part of healing the body is going to be healing the mind. And those who are going to have access to, you know, one are certainly going to show improved signs in the other guaranteed. Mm-hmm. I believe in talk therapy though. I believe, hmm. I believe people want to know other people feel it. And I want, I think people just need to, I had a brother-in-law and I said, he's just got to go on a mountaintop and shout until he's done shouting. Cause he's just trying to get attention. Cause he, he's so miserable. He's so depressed and he doesn't know how to say it. So he gets mad and angry at people for not recognizing it when he just needs to recognize it. He needs to get it out. He needs a vent. He's a balloon that needs to be popped and he needs to do it himself because no one else can do it for him. Mm-hmm. But mental health help is one of the very few things on the planet that you can have way more than you should have. It's not going to hurt you like vitamin B, right? You can just take as much vitamin B as you want. Vitamin C, vitamin C, vitamin C, and it'll just flush out of your system. Yeah. Vitamin C will flush out of your system. Vitamin B is going to make your heart rate go through the fucking roof. Right. Thank you for that correction. I could have killed somebody. Vitamin C. You can, you can take as much vitamin C as you want and it'll flush right out of your system. So we, you touched on these. Um, I, I met somebody that, um, her boss bought her. Uh, anti like the fake vaccine cards and so it's weird that you brought that up because it was something i did want to touch on mm-hmm. what why would people get these things well um i had another topic i lost it in the so, conversation so just had. <laughs> why why people are buying fake vaccine cards yeah why not own up to your your beliefs well because uh, if you want to go to another country, they don't give a shit about your belief. They want to know that you're vaccinated. And so you can't go gotcha. if you don't have the vaccine. Right. So like I said before, there's a bunch of people out there buying fake documents to travel to other countries that are pissed at people that are buying fake documents to travel to this country. But the difference is, is that those people actually want to work. <laughs> right. The, the people that are buying, you know, documents to get into this country to are, are doing it to work. Meanwhile, you know, these fucking privileged assholes are buying fake documents just to go, you know, be privileged, be privileged in, in other places. It's like these people are literally starving. They're wanting to work. And overwhelmingly, they're working in places that are Republican controlled. Yes, and these workers give their money back to their company by buying the products they create, in in turn creating a capitalist consumer economy. <laughs> the less mouths you have eating, the less hands you have building, the less butts you have in chairs that were built here, the less we're selling. The less we're selling, the less GDP we have to spend. We can't we can't borrow interest on a GB, GDP that is nothing. And so we need people to buy things. That's why immigrants are good. They buy the cheap stuff that we don't want. And they create 
the cheap stuff that we want to buy. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, and, they're and, like overwhelmingly, they're, and overwhelmingly here, they're, they're farm workers. Right. That's what I'm saying. They earn nothing to get us our lettuce that we don't even think about, but then they buy the, the table from Walmart, you know, so they're creating this economy mm-hmm. that we don't even realize we need because we're so just upset with immigrants. We're so upset with immigrants. How dare you come here? Yeah. You've been coming here for 17,000 years. Damn it. Stop it. I'm here now. And, and, and realistically what's going to end up happening is, is that people who buy these fake cards, you know, mm-hmm. you're gonna, you know, I, I don't know if most people realize this, but some of these documents uh, are punishable either through state or federal law. That's what I was going to ask you. Mm-hmm. Was what do you, what should pen, what should should there be a penalty and what penalty should there be? So the answer, so the answer go? is, is that you know, if you know, once again, you know, there's going to be a, a very fine line between state and federal. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, to give you some ex- uh, examples, like if it happens, you know, with airlines and airports, that's a federal violation. And I think Biden made it clear that it's going to be punishable by five years in prison. Perfect. Uh, states states are handling it their own ways. Um, mm-hmm. So far, there haven't really been, there hasn't been any s- state mandates regarding vaccines, but you're seeing local businesses say, look, you're going to have to prove that, you know, your documents are real. Mm-hmm. Good. In Good. which case, you know, there's a few different ways that you're going to be able to figure out that someone doesn't have real documentation. Like, for example, um, you know, my, you know, in the state of Washington, you know, my vaccine card is also searchable on the Department of Health here. Mine too. In um, Florida, mine is too. Yep. Also, too, if you participated in the V-Safe program where you gave, you know, your health updates, you're going to have a federal record of your vaccine. So I literally have it in three places. I have my card, I have my state, and I have my feds. And people who didn't participate on that, they're only going to have the card. They're not going to have anything in the state database. And if they don't have anything in the state database... They can have anything in the Fed database, most likely, uh, you know, because states do keep track of vaccinations. All states do. Right. They have. I mean, they want to. Well, they have to because all all public schools have vaccination requirements. Mm-hmm. But they want to just to say, hey, we're we're doing it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So so uh, how states determine punishment for state offenses, I yet mm-hmm. to see anything. You know, and and once again, like my biggest issue in all of this has been that you know mandating something that is not fda approved is 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 a hard sell now as i've said before though at this point if you think that they're not gonna you know approve the vaccines you're lying to yourself it's not if it's when and that when sounds like it's gonna be next month yep for both of them i was really happy to hear the tyson mandated it for its workers tyson has walmart will home depot will like places that have typically been like republican bastions have said get the Mm -hmm. vaccine or get fired but but mostly it's been their management less than their workers Mm -hmm. you know so having your having the people that handle my chicken vaccinated to me is important honestly i have not gotten chicken from a national producer in like two years Mm -hmm. Ever since COVID, because I, 
as soon as I heard there was an outbreak at Tyson, I was like, why do I want to eat this? It's already got salmonella. Now it's got COVID. Like, how disgusting does chicken have to be before I stop eating it? You know, <laughs> uh, it has to be McChicken level disgusting before you stop eating right. it. Exactly. Yeah, because I don't. I don't eat the McNuggets. That's for sure. Well, well, and considering someone in the house got food poisoning from a McChicken. Here, not that oh, long ago. No, why did you eat McDonald's? Oh, hey, no. when you're when 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 it's late and yeah. you're hungry and nothing else is open, you're like, hey, this sounds like a good idea. Narrator voice, oh, yeah. but it wasn't a good idea. <laughs> but later that day, <laughs> no, I'm the guy that used to eat two day old cheeseburgers out of the fridge because I was hungry. I just nuked them for a while. Oh yeah, McDonald's is gross though. I don't. Once you start eating right, like th that other stuff just tastes so gross to me. You know. Yeah. Once you find places that actually do it right, it's not. You know, some of those things you eat those and you're just like, oh. I know, right? It's like, yeah, uh, <sighs> that's definitely gonna make me shit my brains out later. So on another subject, just a random subject, going back to what I was talking about with uh, the Aztecs and the Mayans and all that. Mm -hmm. I. I found myself in the middle of the night saying, fuck you, Spain. And we have a bunch of Spanish listeners. I mean, we are pretty popular in Spain. I don't want to say this to the American. I don't want to say this to the Spanish people. But your, your country in the past has really decimated a lot of information and history and people and civilizations on this side of the planet. And now we don't know what the Mayans were talking about or the Incans or the Aztecs because you killed them all and you destroyed their information. And that really sucks to me. All of a sudden that really sucks. So do you think that they should like do an apology for the, for the genocides Ooh. and decimations of populations? Like we always say, you know, we should, we should, um, talk about what we've done to the indigenous people here in America. Mm -hmm. And we should, we should talk about what we did to the African Americans and other minorities that came here to be slaves. Should Spain do that when it comes to what they did to Mexico and mm. eh, the Southern countries? Well, this is, this is actually an excellent uh, topic because the question is, mm. you know, cause I think we have to understand who do you actually blame for this? Um, you know, who do you, who do you, like, when you think about the exploratory age, you know, what was really behind, you know, that, that whole quest for land? Is it, is it king and country or, you know, at that time you have, you also had a lot of uh, Catholic rule across the continent as well. And so that expansion for Catholicism was also very important. In the mining for resources is always a thing. Well, you know, the, yeah, finding resources, you know, uh, was always... You find a mountain of gold, you kill everybody in the region and take it. Mm -hmm. Sorry. I mean, that's absolutely <laughs> the case. You know, and, and so the question is, you know, I would say that historically speaking, you would have to do a deep dive in and find out if this was something that was driven by king and country or if this is something that was driven by religion. You know, as we're, as we're finding out across Canada you know, you had all of this love of all of God's creatures, but we're finding a lot of fucking dead bodies of right. specific God's creatures. And so, uh, yeah, that's, that's not good. And, and so, you yeah. know, the question is, is, was that King and country or was that Catholicism? And overwhelmingly, it's kind of looking like Catholicism in that regard. So historically speaking, mm. I think, I think absolutely, you know, do the, do the Spanish play a part in this? I would say yes. 
but the question you know the question of how much of a part do they play is i think i think the the religious aspect is something that definitely has to be taken into consideration um because that was a major driving factor for a lot of decisions in those days you know sure i mean you have a lot of churches and and set up uh missionaries absolutely i mean I mean, even even in Montana, we had Spanish uh, Spanish missionary uh, Saint Ignatius. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, you you have all of these Spanish missionaries. So the question is, is is that is that a product of Spain or is that a product of the Catholic Church? I just there was an age of conquest and murder and genocide that we just are like all okay with, you know, like it's just baked in. Like Mexicans say they speak Spanish. Why? Well, because we were conquered by Spain. Are you proud of that? Do you want your independence, or is this just how it is now? That's what. That's what I don't understand. Just should somebody apologize, or is it all just okay that they did it? And, uh, I think. I think the answer from that can't come from two white dudes. <laughs> yeah, that's probably. That's, that's, that's that. That's I'm, my. That would. I think historically speaking, it would be wise to do a deep dive into what that looks like, but in terms of, of what actual justice feels like, I don't think that's an answer that can come from us. No, but we can at least admit that we see that. Mm -hmm. Like we're not, we're not blind to it. I'm not so white privileged that I don't see that. Oh, absolutely. Honestly, if the Spain, if Spain hadn't done that, we might not have been able to stay here in America. We might have been pushed out. You know what I mean? I, That's what's amazing to me. There might have been so many people in Mexico willing to fight for the cause before giving up California or Texas or New Mexico or Arizona and saying nope. You know. <laughs> but then there's also, but then there's also the reality too that it might not have been Spain that did it, but it might have been the French. French had a hell of a navy, yeah. or might have been the Dutch. The Dutch had a hell of a navy. Could have. I mean, it we know the English had their fucking moment. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, the reality of it being, you know, yeah, you know, saying yeah. yes, it's it's the Spanish, and it would have only been the Spanish is a is a fool's errand because okay. there were plenty of other people that were more than willing to do the same thing. Right. <clears throat> no, I agree that it was an age of conquest, Absolutely. and I don't think I think I think the history makes it this like swashbuckling thing, right? But. In the truth, it's a lot of blood. It's a lot of death of people that were living where they always lived. It, and suddenly somebody just came and said, boom, gone. Well, what is it? Know. Was it Firefly where they said uh, ideals are peaceful, history is violent? Yeah. Jeffrey said that on a show. We made it a title, actually. Yep. And yeah, because yeah, uh, yeah, that, that came from Firefly, I'm pretty sure. Um and that's the reality is, is that everybody has this ideal of what history was. Ooh, this is yeah. so cool. We were exploring these, all uh, these lands that just had never been explored before. Right. But then you actually start to look at the history. The history says that there were people there and then a bunch of other people showed up and went, you know, we're more advanced than these guys. Kill them. Yeah. I mean, I think about, I think about Hong Kong and like, the English were selling opium to the Chinese and the Chinese fought them back and, and England held on to one spot called Hong Kong, <laughs> you know, where they, where they could rule and sell their opium. Or think about, and uh, was it, uh, you know, right before the civil war, you know, 
where we went to Japan and Japan was still in the Shogunate at that period. And, and they weren't trading with outsiders and we showed up mm -hmm. with a gunboat and said, fucking trade or die. And they went, right. How much do you want? Exactly. You know, that's what worries me about history is that I, we forget about it, that it's, it's been as violent as it has. You well, that's know? because that's because the ideals are taught, you know, Everybody loves the sound of the words manifest destiny. It was like we were going to make these great things happen until right. you start to look at what the actual history is. And it's a lot of blood and screaming and indigenous people dying. Right. Because it's like, who do we want to do this for? That's what the question, like we want this great ideal, but only for some people, which totally just diminishes your goal. Instantly, right? We want a we want a golden shining beacon on a hill for us, not you, the people that live here. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, you think about it. It's like we moved, we moved, you know, Native American peoples, and we moved them again, and we moved them again, and we murdered the fuck out of them. Murdered them, murdered them. Well, down below us, people were murdering them. You mm -hmm. know, it's just a weird age of killing people <laughs> that you don't get. Right, like. We think our we think our biases and our white supremacists are like crazy. Imagine this, like, like entire societies just wiped out because they don't believe they believe in something. They've been around seventeen thousand years. You've been around two thousand years, but they better believe what you believe, or you're gonna kill them. Yeah, and then and, you know, and then of course there's that lovely idea that you know people who dedicate themselves to peace can't obviously be peaceful because they don't believe the same thing that you believe. Wow. Yeah. There was, I watched I watched the new Suicide Squad and and there's a character in it and they're like, "I thought you believed in peace." And he said, "I do, and I don't care how many people I have to kill to get it." And I was like, "That is so wise." Yeah, that sounds that sounds about no. What is it? That sounds about white. That sounds about white, exactly right. You know, it's like you will, you will, you will accept our peaceful ways by force, right? You know. And what what amazes me is if you went to any country that has a brown majority, you would see that the darker brown people are looked down upon from the lighter skinned brown people. So there's even a racism within race. You know what I mean? It's just so weird. It's uh, people are weird. It's like they want to find any reason to judge somebody else, hate them and not think about them. Yeah. I honestly think the population of the world is too much for one brain. So we go around eliminating people that we don't want to think about, you know, too, like, it's I don't too many differences, too many, too I don't many. want to see homelessness because then I would have to care about it and it would make me cry every time I saw it. So I don't want to think about it. Mm -hmm. It's disgusting. So, you know, that's, and that's where it's, you know, you have all of these wonderful ideals like, Oh, we're going to be, we're going to incorporate all of God's children. And mm -hmm. then you got somebody going, okay, so does that include me? And then you just see somebody like looking at them all like, what the fuck do you mean? Does that include you? Ew, no. Ew, no. Right, because we're chasing something that never has actually existed. Equality? We, we're, we don't know. We don't know. It could exist. It's like dark matter. We're going to keep chasing it, although it's never existed in this world. It is only an ideal. I mean, we've, we've actually pr proven dark matter, though. Really? Tell me. 
Oh, this has been this is one that we've known for a while. Dark matter. But is this like approving it by proving by proving something's there, but we can't prove what it is, or is it that we've actually isolated and found it? Oh, we've isolated and found it. I think Ooh, that was that was a, just tell me a little bit of it. I'm pretty sure that was that was a while ago that we found it. Um, really? I'm not, is that the guard particle? No, 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 no. Guard particle okay. is something entirely different. Um, the boson. Yeah, the the Higgs boson. Um, let's see. Here. No, the if I remember correctly, dark matter was one of those ones where we actually found it, and I believe it was through a collector in. Where was that? <laughs> Sorry. So um, that's fine. No, I won't put you on the spot. About you know, it, it's, it's one I would have to look up because I am yeah. at least I, I'm about 99% sure that that's one that we've already that we've already proven now, on the more interesting side of things. We've seen light come out of a black hole. Wow, really? Mm-hmm. Something that theoretically wasn't possible, but Einstein said it would be. And it happened. Wow. So I mean like how long ago? That was I want to say either late last year or early this year. But I mean which the farther away a black hole is the farther back in time it happened. I'm just curious did it happen like billions of years, millions, like how far away was the black hole? I, saw no, it? I don't remember how far away the black hole was. I know that we've it's observed still, it's it. It's still wild, right? Because we believe that in, at the very tip of a black hole is a singularity, right? No, at like, the uh, so it's, oh yeah, so so you have the event horizon, which will suck all all uh, ma- uh, matter into it, right. including light, and that once, yeah, spaghettified, and then once spaghettified, and then once you once you hit that singularity, nothing can escape it. Right. Not even light. And then we saw light escape a singularity. Which, um, if, if something really big goes into a black hole, then there, there's a, an, a, something explodes as it gets sucked in. Is it, could it be that? Could it be something entering the black hole? Or was it something leaving? I'm kind of curious about this. We don't know. And that's and that's the that's the answers we don't know. That's so cool. No, we don't know that, but we should spend our lives talking about COVID as if it's not a threat, or maybe it is a vaccine, good or bad. We got black holes spitting out light, which never should have happened. Yeah, you know, you know. I mean, fundamentally speaking, like learning about what the what the universe is capable of and what we're going to find. Mm. I mean, the, the that's the funny part about this is is that. Yeah. The observable the observable universe is like what was it? Oh man. We're like mm. thirty billion light years across is what we can see or something like that. Okay. I'm not sure. Something like but that. But I love the I love the uh, ten billion light universe years. map. Yeah. It's you know, what we can observe and what we that, that's that's the crazy part is there's what we can observe and then beyond mm-hmm. that we have no idea what the fuck else is out there because right because remember what we can observe is only in a spherical uh, a spherical situation around earth and that's that would be assuming that we were at the center of the universe which well we used to think we were the center of the solar system until we found out that that wasn't the fucking truth right so the idea that we're the center of the universe is also not the fucking truth i mean we're just on one finger. I mean, of the, is it possible? Is it possible that we're at the center of the universe? Absolutely. Mathematically probable? Mm, doubt. Mm, no. 
<laughs> Doubt I don't it. believe there. I don't believe there is a center to it. Well, that's where that's where you know where the the theoretical center of the universe is the Big Bang. See, I believe that's one side. But if it was a Big Bang, it would have shot out, creating. That would have been on one side, and everything else would be continually expanding out the other way. Well, and that's and that's where you know, in 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 a in Earth that makes sense, uh, but mm. in a vacuum that doesn't because you're you don't have pressures just expanding out one way. Your pressures tend to expand out equally because you have no gravitational force affecting that expansion. Good point. Good point. Like gravity's only going to shoot one way. That's yeah, stupid. gravity. Yeah, gravity <laughs> on Earth. On Earth, that that absolutely holds up in a vacuum. That doesn't, though. Right. And so, I mean, well, it's I mean, entirely possible that there might be more headed in another direction than there is in another direction. Absolutely, but theoretically, it should be expanding from the same point at the same speed. Gotcha. I think there's billions of them too. By the way, I think there's billions of bubbles expanding like that. Like, I always imagine it as, like, the suds on top of your coffee, you know, or in your soda. Just a bunch of, like, universes that are slowly popping and dissolving and creating bigger universes because they, you know, just like bubbles. That's the way my, I see the my, my My, my, my uh, comparison is more like, you know, a red blood cell in the body. You know, mm. every red blood cell is its own universe inside. And then you've got billions upon billions of red blood cells and billions upon billions of different cells. Mm. So, I mean, like, I like it. It's, it's, it's a really fun one to think about in that, you know, is, is our observable universe simply just a red blood cell? Right. Is our, is our universe a, a blood cell and that there's multiple other ones, you know, you get into the whole parallel universe theory and, and all of that, mm -hmm. you know, it's, we already know that there's a universe inside of each cell, essentially, you know, so the idea that, you know, we aren't just a cell in this universe is also kind of a fun one to think about. Yeah. We're not even a cell. We're what's in a cell. Mm -hmm. That's cool. So I love science that way. It's, you it's, know? it's, it's a really wild thought, you know, mm. And, and there's been some question about whether, whether, you know, cause we talk about the beginning of the universe at the big bang. And then yeah. we don't know if beyond that, that there has, you know, how many big bangs there've been, you know, exactly. You know, exactly. are we, you know, are we the first big bang? Are we just the latest in this, in, in a never ending series of big bangs? Mm. You know, what, what does another big bang look like? You know, uh, the fact of the matter yeah, is, why, is that, did, why did it happen? The fact you of know? the matter is, is, is that, you know, you'll have, you know, even just, even just within solar systems, you'll have stars fade and explode and new solar systems created based on those explosions. That's large true. stars, large stars are going to detonate and create multiple other, you know, solar systems based off of that explosion as gases coalesce around one another planets mm. coalesce around that. I mean, the idea that, you know, the universe is 13 billion years old is our best guess because we just don't know if our yeah. big bang was the most recent one or the only one. Yeah. I mean, we have telescopes that keep looking further and further and further 
So the further they go, the more we know, but they're still looking. You think about it, all of recorded history is about 10,000 years old. Mm -hmm. the the history of earth is 4.5 billion years old and that is only a third of that is only about a third of the age of the universe as we know it which is about 13 billion years old and so to think about the idea that we can't even begin to describe the number of civilizations that have probably come and gone before even our earth was formed right because there's this theory and that's what ancient aliens i was talking about i don't believe in aliens per se like that like i don't know intelligent aliens but i believe in our civilizations that came before this that were technologically advanced and might have been able to be in orbit during a flood or something you know but i don't believe that like aliens that aren't us are coming from another galaxy but that being said my favorite animal my favorite new animal is called the mimic octopus it has what it has three brains nine hearts twice the dna we have and can shape shift into flatfish and snakes and eels and i just found out about it and it's so cool it's all striped and stuff and looks all badass but they're saying it's not even from earth yeah, they're not sure. I know that they, yeah. they're saying, well, and that's, and, and depending on the interpretation from the scientist, uh, you know, mm-hmm. you've got some people who say it's not from Earth. You've got other people who say that, you know, realistically speaking, its DNA is just completely alien to the way that we understand it, understand right. life on this planet. Because we don't have alien DNA to compare to. We that's don't, right. We don't have any alien dna that we're just like "Mm, yes this is alien we can compare this like we haven't pulled anything from mars or from venus or from the moon we haven't pulled anything from an asteroid or a comet we just don't we don't have anything to compare it to we did find single-celled organisms on mars though uh which is why everybody's we, no, crazy to get there no we I haven't thought. found single-celled organisms on mars we have found the organic compounds that could signal that there <laughs> ah. were, that there was once life on mars so like folins or whatever it is something like that yeah so no yeah. no we have not found we have oh. not found uh single cell organisms we have just Man, found you are fact you are fact checking me this whole episode i appreciate that so, i mean it, the moment that we do find life on mars i can tell you that there's going to be a high degree of skepticism and the reason that yeah. is is because there is nothing that says that the devices that we've sent into space haven't been contaminated with life from earth right right they're finding stuff on the space station outside the space station all the time so realistically speaking is is that to prove that it's going to be a high burden of proof that once we do find quote-unquote life on Mm -hmm. any other any other planetary or satellite system the burden of proof to say that it is an earth life is going to be very very high yeah because as we've you come can't to keep it sterile. Well, as we've come to find out, you know, that, you know, you've got things like tardigrades that can survive in the vacuum of space for God knows yes. how long. So yes. the real, the reality that, you know, one of those could, you know, might hitch a ride on a spacecraft that we send to go do any type of probing on any uh, mm-hmm. planet or, or satellite. I mean, the reality is there that we could cross contaminate planet with 
yeah. with single single celled or you know small celled life. I mean, like it's going to be tough to find macro evidence of alien life that isn't yes. from us. And that's right. you know, uh, and I think that like that would be the easier burden of proof is if we found macro evidence of life that didn't come from us on another planet. Okay. okay. So since we have a little time, I just want to, there's this thing about that show that I hate. And they're saying that these aliens are millions of years more advanced than us, but yet they're wearing suits from 1960s. Like they're saying, hey, these aliens are wearing space suits like our modern day ones. And that makes me think that if there is aliens, then you're saying that they're basically 17,000 years old. Like not more. They're not more advanced than us because seventeen thousand years ago when when our ancestors were making cave designs that looked like aliens in spacesuits, the spacesuits looked like modern age. So that's the time frame. They can't be thousands of years, millions of years ahead of us, millions of years ahead of us if they're wearing stuff that's that time span. And that's what bugs me. The thing that I love about aliens and, and I think this is one that Stephen Hawking got right was are there aliens out there that are more advanced than us? Mathematically speaking, probably. Have yeah. we ever been contacted? Mathematically speaking, probably not. Because if we had, and we had all of this evidence that aliens truly existed, and the government had all of this evidence that aliens truly existed, then that would mm. be the only thing ever that the government was actually fucking good at keeping a secret on compared to everything else. Right. Which is why... Yeah. Which is why realistically speaking it probably don't have that evidence if you think that there was a conspiracy to kill jfk or that there's aliens then you have to believe donald trump can keep his mouth shut for four years and i don't believe that nope. i don't believe that donald trump wouldn't have said after the insurrection don't look at me there's aliens over there are you kidding? Like that would have been the greatest fucking line ever. That would have been like, "Oh shit, never mind the insurrection, aliens." Right. Yeah, no, no, I'm sorry. That's no. I, I don't. To me, I don't. To me, it. I think that the alien fascination came about as countries were trying to build flying objects, and so I think they they created the UFO thing so that people wouldn't see their projects up in the sky and say, oh, the military's building this. So the military pretends that there's a big UFO controversy that they're not paying attention to. You know what I mean? And everybody's like, aha, they're, they're, they're hiding it. And the country's like, yeah. Let's just remember yeah. that a U UFO just means unidentified flying object. That doesn't mean that exactly. it's an alien object. Right. That's you my know? point. So, yeah. so my, I mean, I do hope that there is more, there is a other life out there that there is advanced intelligent life out there. I also hope mm -hmm. that there isn't, you know, other life out there. And <laughs> I want to, I want to see what a spectrum of life looks like, you know, yeah. what, what, what do, what does quote unquote plant life look like on another planet? What does, right. what does water life, right? Exactly. So, you know, because what that then looks, what that then means is, is that, you know, we have to start looking at does life, how does life evolve and can it evolve in similar fashions as to what yeah. we've seen on earth? You know, how does, how does life adapt to its own conditions on its own home planet? That's, that's, you know, as a scientist mm -hmm. would be the most fascinating thing to be able to study. Yes. But reality speaking wise, it is going to be very difficult to find anything like that. 
it's yeah. it's you know li- right now life is the exception not the rule mm-hmm. but what i'm saying is they keep saying that there's people that are wise that gave ancient people the power to do certain things and i don't think that's aliens i think it's civilization crossover you know what i mean there was a civilization the ice age came the flood happened people died but a few people survived they came out and they taught the new people how to do things you know i don't think it was aliens coming down and granting us technologies i i don't think that no and and i think also too it's in in some in some realms it's it's easier to say for some people, it's easier to say aliens came down and taught the Egyptians how to build the pyramids. than a, br- right. a bunch of Brown people were actually smart enough to know how to build pyra- pyramids. That's my point. Isn't it? Is that these people that we are looking down on were here thousands of years before the person we worship existed. I mean, you think about it, you, when you look at the culmination of our, uh, of our human experience and our education, you've got, you've got, the pyramids coming out of Egypt. You've got solar mm-hmm. systems uh, coming out of, uh, uh, you know, Italy. You've got mathematics coming out of Persia. You've got any number of advancements coming out of any number of other countries. And right. somehow somebody goes, "Now nah, they couldn't have been that smart. It was definitely aliens. Yeah, right? The Sumerians, didn't they create the first language um there's just the laws of the land like an eye for an eye was written like just five thousand years yeah that was like five thousand years before white people existed you know it's just weird not before white people existed (laughs) but before they actually had a written language i mean you think about it look Hmm. at what written language looks like you know you had hammurabi's code you also had you also had runic languages you had mm-hmm. hieroglyphs. You had, right. you know, it's the idea that you know written language came from aliens is just absolutely weird and asinine. You know, yeah. the idea that written language couldn't have developed, uh, you know, co-developed in different areas in different time periods is doesn't you know, mm-hmm. it, it it happens like people develop ideas simultaneously without influence of one another, like writing down a language, writing down a language isn't necessarily, you know, aliens, but you know, out of uh, an ability and a necessity to record history. Exactly. You need to communicate. Everybody does a little bird means something to everybody. So we're just going to use that. Like us, we have a stop sign, right? Somebody from Egypt doesn't know what that means. That's hieroglyphs to them, you know? So I just, I think we need to realize that people are people and we need to start getting together on these things. There's some awesome stuff out there. Why would you deny science when we're doing some awesome stuff? Well, and it, my my personal is why would you try to explain away things and call it science rather than yeah. accept the fact that you know the Egyptians were smart enough to build pyramids? Yeah, the simplest explanation is often it. I thought about that when we were trying to discuss whether it's uh, immigrants are infecting us or politicians lying to us. You know, in that discussion, I kind of think the simplest thing is that the politician is lying, you know? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Because, well... We're spinning, 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 spinning. Well, lying. Uh, because, let's be realistic, you know, 
we have more evidence of politicians lying through their fucking teeth than we do of anything mm-hmm. else. It's like, it's right. easier. It, you know, like you said, Hanlon's razor that can be, you know, exhibited without evidence can be dismissed without evidence. You know, mm-hmm. they, you know, you gave us this entire, you gave us this entire narrative about, you know, immigrants being bused to all these kids, all these places to drop off right. COVID. It's like, where is your proof? You don't have any. But what right. I can say is, is that how many times has DeSantis flat out lied to people and be able to sit down and go, mm, that's not true. That's not true. That's not true. Right. That's not true. Like I have more evidence of, of DeSantis and any number of other mm-hmm. politicians being fucking liars than I do of whatever yeah. the fuck he tried to say. And I'm saying that goes for even good politics. Absolutely. I'm not, oppo- I'm not opposed to Inslee, but he spins things his way too. Oh, absolutely. I mean? Absolutely. So, I, and that's why I tell people don't trust politicians. Oh yeah. I'm sorry. Andrew Cuomo. You're a, you're gross. You're gross. Wait, Andrew, is it Andrew Cuomo? Yes. It's oh, Andrew Cuomo. We're, we're running out of time. That's yeah. Why I'm jumping. And, and that's, he's so gross. Oh, he's so gross. My person. And, and the funny thing is, is that about a year and a half ago, there were so many people thinking that Andrew Cuomo was like, you know, God's gift to man. And uh-huh. now they're like quickly trying to burn him at the stake. You know, don't yeah. trust politicians. Don't trust them. No. I mean, if you think that there is no version of Trump on the left, you're crazy. He's so gross. I just want that for like a clip. You're so gross. You're so gross. I mean, and and that's the other thing too is is that, you know, if, you know, on the left, if they don't do something about Cuomo, but they've rushed to do everything that they can about Trump, then mm-hmm. that proves that the issue was only about party. It was, you know, I mean, New yep. York's AG said that he had committed offenses. 11. Well, I don't know how many, but 11 women um, came forward. So, so this, this report is pretty, I mean, it's, I mean, it is damning. Like it's bad. Yeah. So and that's Trump. That's Trump's whole argument. I'm bad. Yes. But look, they're just as bad. I'm just fighting them the way they fight. And Cuomo proves that point. Mm-hmm. You know, so we got to do something about him. Otherwise, Trump is going to be like, look at Cuomo. You think I'm bad, you know? Yeah. And and I, I will contend that this will be the only time that Democrats take their time and move slowly mm-hmm. on something. And I can't even say if they'll get it right. Awesome. Okay, well. Thanks for being here. I do want to give a, a quick review about Suicide Squad, and that is if you love animals, you're going to hate half of this movie, but then love the other half. Because they do some, they kill a lot of animals for some reason. And I, I don't like that. And I also don't like alcoholic alcohol in movies that I know kids are going to watch. Like Heroes, I don't like seeing a hero drink alcohol, like Batman or Wonder Woman. I don't like that. Like we shouldn't be teaching that to kids. It's not. It's not edgy. <laughs> but, yeah. but I thought it was a great movie. I would. Get, I would definitely give it five out of five stars. But I didn't like the murdering of animals. The only thing that changed that for me was they empowered animals to the millionth degree. So I can't. I can't complain. Mm-hmm. I can't complain. Thanks for being here, Jeffrey. Have, love you. Love you too. Have a good one. You too. <laughs> to those who would tear the world down, we will defeat you. This is our moment. This is our time. To those who seek peace and security, we support you. Yes, we can. And to all those who have wondered if America's beacon still burns as bright, tonight we prove once more that the true strength of
and nasty place, and I don't care how tough you are, it will beat you to your knees and keep you there permanently if you let it. You, me, or nobody is going to hit as hard as life. Ask not. Yes, we can. What your country can do for you. I have a dream. Ask what you can do for your country. I, poor little children. Yes, we can. One day live in a nation where they will not be judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. I don't have to tell you things are bad. Everybody knows things are bad. It's a depression. In this lifetime, you don't have to prove nothing to nobody except yourself. But it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit. They keep moving forward. How much you can take, they keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. Welcome, welcome. To public, to public access, access America. America. Yes, we can. Sunday live streams Sunday on live YouTube. I wanted to run out of that tunnel for my dad. On Twitter. On Twitter. Twitter. Everyone, Apple Podcasts. Podcast, Stitcher, Stitcher Smart, Smart Radio, 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 Radio Public. And, and Spotify. Spotify. Yes, we can. Public Access America. History in the making. Making history in the making. Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.